0: Test one two test one two do do do
1: do 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 test one two
0: nice. Can you hear my music? Barely. There's actually a reason I'm playing this music. Because uh, I actually read the board. I never read the boards before we do things.
2: Whoop, 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 whoop.
1: A Broken Toys Studio Production. Brooklyn, that's third turn. We don't get to it today. We'll put it on deck for a future segment. Put because, okay. At some point, we have to introduce ourselves and say, Welcome to General Geekery, specifically.
2: It's a podcast. I'm Lou. I'm Ben, and here we go. Uh, here we go. Ready to the grand landfill?
0: Yeah, let's do it. Let's find out. Let's find out what fits in what. Wait, there's got to be a better way to phrase that.
2: Yeah. Okay. Um, we were looking at uh, generally how many of something can you fit
1: in the Grand Canyon?
0: Right. Uh, typically, I'm not great at spaces. Not just. Not just proprioception around my own person, but just in general ideas of how much, how far something is, uh, how how much volume and density things have. I just didn't do science good.
1: Yeah, so uh, goodly. Good, oh,
0: thank you. I also didn't do grammarly goodly.
1: So we've been through a few things um, last week, and really, the the dirty secret of the podcast is this is just an excuse for me to have a Wolfram Alpha subscription. Uh, and make them regret that they sell Wolfram Alpha subscriptions to you know general people. Brought to you by
2: uh, Wolfram Alpha and Village Wine and Spirits and Not random, Random.org. Not random. nope. Org.
0: That's it. The other one. That's at BTE. Best thing ever. Ah, <laughs>
2: um, they're they're very generous supporters. Um, so we left last week with uh, our last episode with um sedans
1: and asked everybody how many how many spaceshi- spaceship earths spaceships
2: earth spaceships earths spaceships.
0: how do you pluralize that how many geodesic spheres will fit
2: right right and we want them specifically to be 180
1: feet tall because that is how tall spaceship earth is so
0: which is currently under renovation
1: Currently under renovation. Also, currently not open uh, at all. But I'm pretty <laughs> because... sure they're going
0: to keep it the same size. That doesn't really help right. us out at all. It's still going to be yeah. the same size. Wouldn't it be weird if they just made it like like a foot taller? Right. It's totally going to throw off your Wolf from Alpha.
2: They just they just lowered it a little bit.
1: <laughs> they put they put like a a smaller dome on top of the larger sphere. Biosphered it. Okay, so do you yeah, in a few weeks you'll be able to walk up to it, but you still won't be able to go in it because it is being remodeled. Anyway, uh, I have our our guesses down.
0: Yeah, I was just gonna have to look at this because I have I I am famously way way off when it comes to guessing how much fits into one thing into another, um, as we know from my Titanic fail. So right.
2: So it looks like, um, it looks like I guess thirty-five
1: million. <laughs> I and you me. had $55 million.
0: I decided to go big. I, I went under before. And like the example I've given before as well is, uh, you know, uh, when I used to play sports, uh, when I would do something wrong the same way over and over. I use bowling as an example. I'm going to call that a sport. Um, that if I was shooting a 10-pin, I would, if I missed it right, like three or four times in a row, my dad would pull me
2: aside and go, I don't care that you missed it. Just miss Just <laughs> Just make something wrong different, right? So,
0: so, so I went big. I went fifty-five. You went thirty-five because you you do math better usually. So,
1: well, that- we both made we both made something wrong. Okay, so
0: <laughs> only one thing. I call that a win. What uh, what things did we do wrong on
2: this? Well, um, the we both overestimated. Uh, it turns out that Wolfram Alpha doesn't have. Uh,
1: it did not allow me to go straight to volume from spaceship earth.
0: So wait, it doesn't should have it. So what you're saying is it doesn't have every major theme park attraction in here. Oh, it does. It just, it it does.
1: It just wouldn't turn it into volume and then convert that into how many would go into the grand Canyon. My
0: next one was going to be how many small worlds could fit into the grand Canyon. And how many times would you have to hear the song?
2: Uh, well, I guess it depends on how quickly you got out of the grand Canyon. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah. So I had to do a little bit of manual work.
0: Okay. I'm sorry.
1: And in terms of, eh, I mean, why am I paying for it? But, uh, it turns out it's 4.8 million spaceships, earth, spaceship, earths, spaceships, earths, plural spaceship earth in the grand Canyon. That's the same order of magnitude as RMS Titanic's, And we were both over, uh, by one order of magnitude,
2: we're both about uh, 10 times higher. So close. Close, but no cigar. <clears throat> Um We do have a few other so, things. So, so
0: give me that number again. It was 4.8.
1: 4.8 uh, million. That's, just, that's all I wrote 4. down.
0: 4.8 million spaceship Earths yeah. fill up the Grand Canyon. Okay. With a few hundred
1: thousand spaceship Earths as, between friends.
0: As we go along, I assume we're going to get less bad at this. I'm not going to say better. But I'm gonna at least assume we suck
2: less. Right. Um there were a few there were a few other conversions that Wolfram Alpha did have on hand. Okay. Uh,
1: it said it's about point three times the volume of oil
2: that can be carried by a very large uh, crude carrier super tanker. So um, No I'm sorry. The volume of oil that a super tanker can carry is about um, 0.
1: 0.3. Right. So you need like three spaceship Earths.
2: Gotcha.
0: Okay.
1: Um, well, no, actually, I don't know which way to read this one now. Never mind. I'm not going to go back and figure that out. <laughs> this is what happens when I don't write things down. Um, well,
0: but what, what's important about this is that we have how many space, space, shi- space, ship space, shi- space, How she- many sheeps? How many space, sheeps? How many space sheeps go into the spaceship Earth that go into the Grand Canyon? So we know how many spaceship Earths. Can fill up the Grand Canyon, so right. that leads me to the next thing, Lou. And which is, what else can we fit in the Grand Canyon?
2: That is a great question. Uh, we've looked at things that are, are pretty big. You know, we talked about
1: uh, RMS Titanic's and Spaceship Earth, which were about the same range. We talked
2: about really small rice. I think we need to go to a different scale. Okay, what do you, what are you thinking? What's,
1: uh, what's some really, really large man-made objects, some really
0: large man-made
1: objects.
2: Eiffel tower is pretty big. Eiffel tower is pretty big. So the Eiffel tower is also hollow. Okay. How do we, how do we consider that? Are we going to say the envelope?
0: You've thought way more about this than I, than I would have in my mind i'm just doing bad stacking and i'm just like so that the density doesn't work at all because I, because then it depends like do you stack them long ways and like go one way and then the other kind of like shoes in a shoebox right or do you like well, the, stack them on top of each other like chairs at a wedding like how
1: the other thing i'm sure we could do is get the volume of steel in it or iron and just like get the mass of the metal
0: so then it and would say be- if you
1: disassembled all of the if the you Eiffel made, Tower and if, flattened it out.
0: If you made the Eiffel Tower into one big steel ball. Right. How many Eiffel Tower balls would fit into the Grand Canyon?
1: Right. And these are kind of different questions. So I think it's. Uh...
0: Well, I think due to the, the different ways that you can stack something like we're like we're going to go on vacation a little bit. And anybody who's ever packed a car for vacation knows there's different ways to pack those things in there, depending on how they go, that drastically changes your outcome. Yep. you you that's a difference of 3 suitcases and 34 suitcases not that i've specifically counted but i have exactly 34 suitcases in the car
2: so what do we say eiffel tower
0: let's do eiffel tower let's do balls of eiffel tower you know that that brings the wrong uh, image to mind it makes me think of those trucks that have like the little truck balls hanging behind them because yes. those guys are obviously every, oh, everything that is truck
2: nuts <laughs> those
0: guys are everything that is is man uh but yeah, so so Eiffel Tower balls, that's what I think we go with, Eiffel Tower balls. Sounds good. Good meeting. Um, you know, next time, maybe we should talk about this before we do it live on on, on the podcast.
1: Yeah, well, usually 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 we have like a list, <laughs> but we ran through our list and never refreshed Everybody it. If
0: anybody wants to know what our meetings are like, literally, that was the sounding board of just like, I don't know, ball up the Eiffel Tower, throw that shit in there. I don't care. That was it. That's our, um, that's our management style.
1: But
2: to our credit, I think we did a pretty good job of ad-libbing that. <laughs> Oh um, my God.
0: Uh, So now we have to guess. Oh God. But oh if you're, God. Yes. I don't know about that. Um, So then the question becomes, we just did a ball. Sorry. Geodesic sphere. Uh-huh. So now we have to, I guess, calculate whether or not we think that a balled up Eiffel Tower is less than, equal to, or bigger than the world's largest geodesic sphere spaceship Earth.
1: Um, yes. And remember that we allowed for, we basically just did volume of spaceship earth. Right. So, um, we are ignoring packing, even when they're, if they're both balls, we're ignoring the fact that, you know, there's going to be some airspace in between them. Right. And we took the entirety of spaceship earth. Right. And now we're balling up all the steel and getting rid of all the empty space inside the Eiffel tower.
0: All right. Um, who would like to go first? Well, you got closest. So I think you should take honors. You got closest on the, on spaceship earth.
1: Okay.
2: Okay. So, uh, I have had the advantage of seeing the Eiffel tower in person. Don't drag um, much. Yeah. I was, I I'm going to pe- say that
1: was Paris? Yeah.
0: You know, if you call it that, they don't let you in. That's why I've never been,
1: you know, they pretty much don't want to let you in anyway. Uh, well,
0: especially now, Never mind. Sorry. Right. Exactly. Go ahead.
1: Um, uh, the EU is opening up soon, but not to, uh, not to the U S <laughs> the EU is not going um, to the, to the us. All
0: right. Yeah. Uh, uh, so what you got, you've seen it in person, Bragg? Yeah.
1: I've seen it in person. Um, I'm going to say, uh, it's some, since we're dealing with just the metal and we're getting rid of the empty space, I'm not going to compare it to spaceships earth. I'm going to compare it to cars and I'm going to say it's probably somewhere between a thousand and
2: ten thousand 10,000 sedans. So I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to go with 50 million. I'm going to go with 50 million balled up, um, I'm going to go with 50 million balled up, uh, Eiffel Towers. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um,
0: I, I don't, I'm not going to put that much thought in, into it. Honestly, I'm a simple man. Uh, I'm going to literally take my exact last guess that I did and I'm gonna do the exact same thing. I'm gonna say 55 million. So, the exact same I did for Spaceship Earth, I feel that this is going to be closer. So, I'm taking exactly 55 million.
1: I think it's a good guess.
0: Well, of course you do. You did math. I just yeah, sat here I and listened to you. To and before you started talking, I was like, I was literally thinking 55 million. And then when you came in with 50 million, I'm like, thank God I'm not way, way off. Cause then I look so like, really stupid
2: when Mark, you- <laughs> 10, <the> sign. Yeah.
0: <laughs> when you come in and you're like, mm, eight million.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, accounting for the weather, probably 12. I I well I, do, well, I was going to say fifty five million.
0: I do think that we, if we're going prices right rules, I think we're probably both uh, over. If I were to to actually have to venture a guess, but I, you know what? Just for fun's sake, I'm going to take the exact same guess as last time, fifty five million, and you are locked in for fifty million on balled up
2: <laughs> Eiffel towers. All right. Well, we'll find
1: out uh, next episode.
0: And of course, everybody can uh, go ahead and hit us up and uh, and send us information at general Geek One, the number one at gmail.com, hit us up on socials, Gene Geek Pod. Let us know what you think. Let us know how stupid we are. I'm sure there's hear ma- your guess. I'm sure there's a mathematician that's getting this right somewhere, but I say that, but uh what 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 did you what did you study?
1: Uh math, not arithmetic. Oh okay gotcha. you're thinking accountant.
0: <laughs> oh you're right. CPAs. Somewhere there's a CPA right now that's really mad at us.
1: Yeah. I would say that there's definitely X uh Eiffel Towers balled up that will fit. In the Grand Canyon, feel confident in that do you? Yeah.
0: All right. So, uh, moving on. Um, the why, waxes. I, why, why, why am I? Why am I the one doing the transition on this? This is your. Article. I don't know. I don't know. Sorry. Hey Lou, what <laughs> else do you
1: have? You're welcome to it. the The,
0: the person does the legwork on this podcast. Hey Lou, give us something else to talk about.
2: So it was about a month ago now. June third. North Carolina woman. Uh, dies at age 90. She was the last person to receive a civil war era
1: pension.
0: So I read this article and this was fascinating because here's what's fascinating. It's like a little mini trip right off the bat because you look at where it is and you're like, okay, civil war. And you're like, all right, North Carolina, civil war, pensions, the Confederacy still giving pensions. It was the very first thing I thought (laughs) is I was like, that doesn't seem. Viable, right? Like no one's taking right. uh, like civil war, like confederacy marks or whatever, whatever we used the confederate dollar. I don't know. Uh, I say we in the South, yeah. was, everybody's here. I, I was not on the Confederate right. side. I have to walk that back real fast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Neither of us were, we're too young, but we could have, apparently if we were 90, we apparently could have been married to someone who was right. So Lou walk us through this, this, this,
0: this twisted tale that, that we weave. Right.
1: Uh, it's the Confederate States dollar, and you know, to just kind of close the loop, the uh, the Confederate soldiers were all, by and large, with very few exceptions, basically forgiven and uh, taken care of after the reunion. So, um, I don't know if that extended to pensions. However, in this case, uh, it was uh, Moe's Triplet, uh, Private Moe's Triplet, who Enlisted in the Confederate 53rd North Carolina Infantry Regiment in May 1862, then defected to a Union Regiment two years later. So I'm guessing he probably got it from the Union, uh, being in the Union Regiment. That's, that's how I read that, which is, right.
0: which is fascinating to me, because that's something we don't talk about all that often, is I wonder how many people like joined because they had to, or even joined because right. they wanted to. And then like got into it. Like news can't be readily available. The 24 hour news cycle didn't happen during the Civil War. No. So I wonder, I am fascinated by what happened in this person's life to 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 either be made to or volunteered to sign up for one side. And then goes, uh ah, F it, I'm going over there. Like I don't yeah. know. Was it and a bad yeah. was it a battle? Did he did he see some shit? Like, did and he get a newspaper did good, right? and, and did he get a newspaper? And he's like, the North is really better to slaves. And it's like, oh shit. Huh, I have black friends. Like I like I wonder. I wonder what happened. I,
1: who knows? And I, you know, any, anything could be possible. It could be just as simple as uh, in one battle. Holy cow. The union looks like they're just going to walk all over us. I'm, I'm uh, I'm calling it right now. Even if it was uh, a tight, you know, fight at the time uh, nationally, we're still in an era where battles happen after wars are ended uh, repeatedly. That's pretty much standard because it takes time to get that word out. Um, but yeah, so defected, Pension of $73 and 13 cents a month. Um, and Irene triplet got that. She was eligible because, um, triplet was her father and being, uh, the child of civil war veteran, she got to use that. She got to receive that pension. So, so,
0: so what year was she getting that pension Like what's the earliest that she was getting that, that you haven't like, like when did that start? I'm sure you just said it would have been, I was Googling right, some things.
1: It would have been. It would have been when her father died, right? Um, is what I'm guessing, based on this, or okay. maybe when her mother died. Okay. Um, so what year? But,
0: let's say what year? What year do you have there for that?
2: Well, they don't. They don't say when okay. it transferred over to her. However, um, she was 90. Right. This is 2020. Right. She was born in. Uh, I don't do math. Right. Okay. <laughs> so.
1: If she was ninety, then that would have been nineteen thirty. Right. That she was born.
0: And you said it was seventy-three what? Seventy
1: three dollars and thirteen cents. Are you doing an inflation calculator? Yeah. See, at least one of us is
2: smart. That would have been great information to have. Oh crap, wrong number. Seventy three. So she was getting eleven hundred dollars a month in today's money.
0: $1,123 $1,123 and seven cents is what In, she was getting is what per month is what she was getting. That's not, I mean, it's not a lot, but that's, that's pretty good, but that was flat rate. So she got that for the rest of her, her life.
2: That's so,
1: I mean, it, it doesn't say, but that's, um, makes, I
0: mean, I would think,
1: yeah. Well, I'd say they, they could have had plus living adjustments over time, but sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, not much. It only would have been less if it was cost of living adjustments. Right, so, Right. exactly. Um,
0: much less, absolutely.
1: Yeah, not
2: much. Um now let's let's remember, nineteen thirty she would have been born. Civil war ended in nineteen sixty five. Nineteen sixty five? Eighteen sixty five. I know so, I'm bad with numbers, but nineteen thirty. She we have Elida Hall. No. Elida Hall was the wife. Um cuz we haven't gotten to her mom yet. Irene Triplett. Died 2020, 90 years old, born 1930. Civil war ends 1865. Mose Triplett was not a baby in the Civil War, unlikely. Probably at least 20. So, we have to go from 1965 up to 1930.
1: Add 20 more years right. for the youngest he could have been. Well, 18, 16, maybe back then. But what's a few years when you're given decades? Right. Moe's triplet died at the age of 92 in 1938. Wow. Ni- so, 1938, if,
2: if Irene was born in 1930, that means he was 84 when he had his daughter married oh and it says it right here in the article in nineteen twenty four when he was eighty no. Um that's um that doesn't seem doesn't seem right.
1: The numbers are not the numbers are not right. The article says in nineteen twenty four, when he was eighty three years old, he right. married thirty four year old Elida Hall. Wow and the two had Irene. Then it says he died at the age of ninety two in nineteen thirty eight. Twenty-four to thirty-eight is fourteen years. He'd have to be fourteen years on top of eighty-three. So I'm not sure which of these is true,
2: but guy was old.
0: What well, I being impressed aside, and I am impressed. Is uh, I don't think I don't think 80s. I don't think the traditional half your age plus seven really. I don't think that works out. What do you talk about with that right. age difference? Like if you're in your eighties and you marry somebody that's in their thirties, like what do you what what do you Like, does she just walk in the room every day and go, how you feeling?
1: (laughs) I get the feeling that this, yeah, I get the feeling that this was, there was more to this,
2: but yeah, that was a civil, a civil war veteran's daughter just died. And it was the last one, last pension.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess we can save that money now. That's
1: (laughs) yeah. That's $73 and 13 cents. We can put that to good use.
0: Absolutely.
2: All right. All right. Um, Pensions for our soldiers are a good use. Um, (laughs) So I'll just think now all our,
1: you know, we can, we can hire one more soldier and have a pension of $73 and 13 cents a month for them. Or
0: we might be able to take that money and we could use it to help kickstart some companies. Maybe we could move forward rather than backward. Lou, do you know anything about Kickstarter?
2: I know something about this week's peak Kickstarter. All right, let me give, give you an intro. Ladies and gentlemen, this week on Peak Kickstarter. EcoFlow R600, modular portable power station. This week on Peak Kickstarter. A
1: modular designed battery for increased capacity. 600 watt smart inverter. Chainable AC power. Charges from 0 to 80% in one hour. Free EcoFlow mobile app. Do you know what any of that means? Good. Power outages are inconvenient at best, and dangerous at worst. Stay a step ahead of the emergency. Make sure you keep your lights on, fridges running, and all your essential devices charged, no matter the disaster, with the EcoFlow R600. With capacities from 288 watt-hour up to a chain maximum capacity of 2,304 watt-hours, keep a common refrigerator powered from 2 to 15 hours.
2: Or brag about that fancy 60-watt equivalent in your floor lamp, which you can keep from from a day for a week. That's it. Single bulb. The R600's
1: X-Boost technology assures it can power high-dry applications, unlike other batteries. Need that microwave to warm up your power outage ramen cup? You'll have about 15 minutes to 2 hours of microwave time. Perfect for the bachelor or bachelorette power outage lifestyle. The capacity can expand to infinity with an infinite supply of third-party deep-cycle batteries. Have I said infinite enough? Let me give it one more time. How do you store, maintain, and replace on-schedule infinite deep-cycle batteries? I'm sure you can pigeonhole some time in between your visits to Hilbert's Grand Hotel. Recharge with the included solar cell in just hours, as long as the power goes out during a clear day. No Kickstarter technology is complete without a mobile app. Check the temperature, capacity, and power draw from your app. You can even set the mood lighting of your battery for a date night. That's a direct quote, folks. Note, the mood lighting is only available on the R600 Max. I suppose an app's probably better than some lights or a display on the unit itself. I don't even know anymore. EcoFlow R600. But when you live between a little preparation and some device charging goes a long way. And baby prepper, whole house generator installation. Plus, you just need another app on your phone.
2: Starting at $300 this week on Peak Kickstarter. And this has been Peak Kickstarter. Okay,
0: question. I've got a few things here. Uh, one... What have psycho- notes. I have notes. What psychopath like the 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 power goes out and they're like, I have this one lamp. Right. And I swear to God come hell or high water this lamp's staying on. I don't care about anything. Okay, let's move off the lamp. I know you yeah. love your lamp. I have a lamp I love. My dad makes like custom lamps. I'll send you two as Etsy. Um, Two hours in a refrigerator? What the hell is two hours in a refrigerator going to do for you? Like, is, is that just enough time for you to to devour every bit of ice cream that you have and go immediately into diabetes.
1: Yeah, the claim, the claims placed here about being able to like power your whole house or power all the stuff. They, they just don't hold water. The, the numbers do not add up. You could power some things for a while, but like what, what they're claiming just doesn't work. And you're not going to recharge this whole entire battery in one day with the solar cell they have. You have like a solar farm. It, it's just it, it's
2: it's a really um it's an interesting idea for like if you go camping yeah you know you could plug in your projector your tablets things like that that not a bad idea
0: not not a bad idea i I know where they're going with this or at least I guess I think I do but i've got I've got definite questions okay okay i I, I, I took notes uh, I tried to well, listen uh to 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 the words that were coming out of your mouth. Um, so a is, couple here. they had a
1: goal of a hundred thousand. Okay. Um, before before, before we, get, pledges, to re- well, before we oh, get to the, well, before we get to the review,
0: yeah, I have some, let's save that for the button. And I have some questions <laughs> before okay. you get there. I, I have questions. Um, okay. So refrigerator and, and lamp aside, um, sure. if you have an infinite number of cells, then you can run this thing infinitely. Isn't, That's correct. Isn't that true of things? Like anything, like if I have a generator that's run by gas and you're like, it runs forever. As long as you have a giant tank of gas that you never run out of said giant tank of gas and a supply of gas coming in, you can keep running it. That's that's how things work. Yes.
1: Yes. That's not a sales benefit. Uh, the concept of infinite, uh, infinite batteries is like just a what on its own. <laughs>
0: I mean, my phone never runs out of bat- battery. Do you ever charge your phone? I haven't charged my phone once. What do you do? Uh, I have a billion Mophies. Like I just, right. I just keep. I put it in a different case and just keeps charging because I don't know what's going to happen. Now, I have another thing here. Is I'm glad you listed references for those that don't know. Like we actually, I know it seems like we don't take care of things, but we like he wrote all that. Uh, <laughs> I watched. And he did. He did, it for, he did for, a good
1: job. As bad as we do, we actually do plan a <laughs> lot of this stuff. You did a
0: read, and I'm not gonna hold this up too much because it has the reveal at the end. Like the quality um, of this
1: is strictly on us. It's not because like we could do better if we tried harder. Like we're trying as hard as we can.
0: So when I'm watching a movie, I, I promise this has something to do with what we're talking about. Is when I'm watching a movie and they say something that I don't know what it is, there's just a, like a light that goes off my head and I'm like, oh shit, I don't know what that is. I need to know what that is right now. And then I start Googling that thing, and then I miss things in the movie, and then I have to come back. So you've done kind of like what Amazon like prime video has done where like, if you pause it, it'll be like, here's the people that's in this scene. And it'll be like, and here's the things that you probably don't know, dumbass, about this scene. Um, they usually just list my name. Um, sure. you, you put references in here because you said Hibbert's grand hotel, uh, Hilbert. Yeah. Hil- Hilbert. And I immediately was like, is that, is that like, is that like the overlook hotel? What, what is that? I have I had no idea what that was. Kind of. And you put in a nice little, and you put in a nice little graph. So, for everybody else that's like me, that was listening to you talk and goes, I, "He said that," and I assume that's just a nice hotel. What the hell is that? What is Hibbert's Grand Hotel?
1: So uh, Wikipedia will do the best job of explaining this one because it has some really good graphics on it. Um, it can, it's not necessarily intuitive, and that's no, um, I'm
0: looking at it right now, and that's why I'm asking you. I'm
2: like,
1: yeah. So what the hell am I looking at? That's definitely the the right place to go and sit down and read it. but this is a podcast. We don't have time to sit down and read here. Uh, so the the idea is it's a paradox. Uh, well, it's supposed to be a paradox. Uh, it's a thought experiment, and it's supposed to kind of in explain the the properties of of infinity, because, for example,
2: uh, how many integers are there? And those are the numbers one, two, three, four. Um, How many integers are there, Ben? Total? Total. All of them. Right. There are infinitely many. (laughs) Right. Um, But you could say
1: there's infinitely many positive numbers. So are there the same amount of integers as there are just positive numbers? But how is that possible? Because positive numbers are only half of the integers. Uh, Likewise, you know, we say, well, what about the real numbers? Well, they're infinitely many, but it's a completely different type of infinite. So um, when you start talking about infinite sets, things get really weird. I see that and,
0: because I'm, I'm, I'm going to hold this up because he's right. right. You can kind of see this and I'm trying to read this and the ultimate conclusion I come to as I'm reading this is it basically, basically ends in whatever that number is plus a number.
1: Right. So like, there's that, but you, then there's
0: also that plus a, it's literally like we, when you argue with a kid and you're like a hundred, a thousand infinity, infinity plus one, like this is
2: infinity plus right. one. So let's say you have uh, a hotel. Um, you're the clerk. There's infinitely many rooms. Um, now you have, you have, uh, and, and this breaks down very quickly because uh, I'm going to say, well, this is easy. And
1: then you're going to say, this is stupid. And it is because this is a thought experiment. <laughs> Both are right. But, right. Let's say you have a hotel. It's got infinitely many rooms and you have
2: some uncount- uncountably large number of guests in there. Um,
0: Innumerable
2: uh technically numerable but (laughs) you don't know um Uh, so if a new guest comes in if a new guest comes in where do you put them and you can't necessarily put them in like room a million and one because you might have five million guests you have some um some unknown large number amount of guests maybe an infinite amount of guests um
1: put it that way and I know I'm overloading the word infinite, but that's kind of what this thought uh, thought exercise is supposed to do. It is supposed to make you think about the different types of well um, infinity is not as clearly defined as we like to think it is. so uh, it's a countably infinite number of rooms. we all we know that you can if you went down and counted every single door, you know you could count them. Um, it's not like there's frankly infinitely many doors between each doors, which is what happens with like real numbers. um
2: so we're like way off topic here. Yes, we are. Um, So let's, let's bring this back (laughs) in.
0: Explain this hotel to me
1: quickly.
2: Yep. You have, you have a hotel
1: with a countably infinite number of rooms. I won't define that because
2: um, it's, that's not the important part right now. Just think that there's more, there's a lot of rooms, Um, lots of them.
1: They could be counted, but you as a person can't go around and count them in your lifetime. Uh,
2: Now say All of the rooms are currently occupied. Okay? Um, You can't tell. There's no way for you to know. Um, So, if you think you can't, you you would say, I can't have any more guests in this hotel, right? New guest shows up, wants to be put in the hotel. If you have an infinite number of rooms, you can always call all the rooms uh, that currently exist. Tell all the
1: guests to just move up one room. So the guest in room one goes to room two, room two goes to room three. Um, Can you do this? Yes, because if you have a guest somewhere, they can always go to the next number. Um, It's countably infinite. There's inductions allowed here. So you can always just put somebody up one room more. Um, The logistics of actually getting everybody to move to a new room, uh, how happy the customers will be to know they have to move to a new room, it's kind of out of the scope of this thought exercise. The point is, you can always say, "Well, there's one more room because it's infinite." So move everybody up one, and then the new guest goes into room one. You can't put them in room infinity plus one. You don't know where that is. You can put them in room one if you just move everybody else up one. Um, and Hold this on. works for yep. And this works for infinitely many guests too. That's what that picture is.
2: If you have infinitely many guests. Um, well, you already have infinitely many guests, right? and you have infinitely many rooms, so you take all the guests currently, tell them to move to double their number.
1: One goes to two, two goes to four, three goes to six, so on and so forth. Now, all the guests that are in your hotel are now in even numbered rooms.
2: They have to be, that's how that works. So all the new guests that come in, infinitely many, you put them in all the odd numbered rooms. And the counterintuitive thing is,
1: if another infinite amount of guests show up, you can do the same thing again right so infinite is weird and hilbert's paradox is great
0: so it's not infinity plus 1 it's one plus everybody else go towards infinity one or everybody double up thusly being equal and then everybody just find an odd one cuz obviously there's going to be some open odd op- so y'all just figure
1: yeah well I, you know, again, we're taking a lot of liberties here. Like, <laughs> do, do you have an auto dialer to call all the rooms and say, hey, move up one? And let's, does it take an infinitely long deep, time? Let's not get but, too
0: deep into the actual logistical nightmares of what you're talking right. about. You're already talking about an infinity number of people. So pulling that back to uh, our peak Kickstarter uh, and the amount of money that if you had uh, an infinity number of batteries to power this thing, it would make it quite worth quite a lot.
1: What were they looking sure. for? Well. The infinite batteries are on your dime. All you get is the base model um, starting at 300 bucks. They had a goal of a hundred thousand.
0: To develop this. Okay.
1: To develop this. Yep. We were mid cycle when I started writing this. Uh, It is, it is finished. It, uh, it did fund successfully. Spoilers. Um, If you have more questions about this, you can ask any of the 3,019 backers. Would you like to guess how much total?
0: 3,000 backers? 3,019 backers. It um, needs, needs 100K. needs 100 I'm going to say they went way over that. I'm going to say that they got, I'm not even going to say a quarter mil. I'm going to say they got a half mil out of this. They need 100K. I'm going to say that they, they five times it. They got a half mil out of this.
2: Oh. oh am I, oh, am I over? Child. Am I under?
0: I got to be under. With that response, under. I
1: got to be under. <laughs> $2,035,294. American dollars. Um, American dollars. Now I did 2 million divided by 3,000 because
2: um, I'm lazy. It seems like a lot per person. That comes out to 2 million divided by 3,000 comes out to $666.66. And two thirds cents.
0: So Satan funded.
2: It's the only, (laughs) only
1: explanation.
0: It's funded. It's funded by Beelzebub and company. That seems to me, uh, you know, if that's even spread out evenly, and I assume your math right, if my math's right, and I hope it is. Um, uh, thanks, Brad Pitt. Is I have to think that that's actually a bunch of people putting in like ten dollars, and then one, like one person that got a really good sales pitch. It's like you know what, I'll throw a mill at it.
2: Right. Um. Well, oh, that's it. Um. That's all I had. And that I don't was have a transition peak kick
0: let me see what i can do i'll look at the trouble about batman. Yeah. i'll come i'll come up with a with a transition oh man this is an easy transition you know who else has two 2.4 million dollars wayne enterprises that's probably the millionaire <laughs> that actually came in and, and paid that money that was probably bruce wayne boom nailed it all right moving on all right i i usually am not that uh bracketed. um uh yeah so and speaking of batman lou who's how would you rank you know what i'm gonna throw this right off the top i'm just gonna throw this at you Name me your top three Batmans.
1: Oh, well, of course. Ben Affleck, right? Affleck has to be the best.
0: Okay. I'm not going to lie. I just watched, uh, I, I, I can't believe this is coming up right now, but um, I, I watched Man of Steel when it came out and I, I, I was a big Superman fan and mm-hmm. I was very not happy with, with where they went with that. As you, you and I have talked about before, those that have listened already know, we, we both kind of agreed. Uh, you know what? Man of Steel, really good super, 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 super human movie. Very good superhero movie. Uh, don't know who that was supposed to be. It's definitely not the Kyle that we know. Um, but you know what? That's new creative direction, subvert expectations, be a Ryan Johnson, whatever. Go do your thing. Um, right. That said, I just, I watched Justice League because people, I was like, how could this possibly be as bad as everybody says it is? And oh my God, it is as bad as everybody says it is. Like, I get why people want the Snyder Cut. Justice League is, I'm like, there's no way you can put this many people onto a page and it'd be bad. And it is really, really, really bad. That said, is I saw Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice was was like, gonna come on like HBO or something like that. And I was like, you know what? I need to give this one a shot. And so I sat down with my oldest, he's nine. And we watched Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. And all I knew about it was the whole like, Martha, why'd you say that name? Like all that stuff. And it become very cliche in geek culture to be like, Oh, you know this movie is very, very bad. Batman v um, Superman: Dawn of Justice is not bad. That is a I actually, really actually actually
1: never watched either of them. So Batman, I have nothing v. to say about Batfleck.
0: Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice, though it's a terrible name, is actually very watchable. Now, maybe I'm saying that because I watched it after seeing Justice League, and Justice League was just an abomination. Um, uh, so I say that to say, yeah. This. Well, you
1: know, Birds Birds of Prey looks good after uh after Suicide Squad. After so. Suicide
0: Squad, which was also just a effing dumpster fire yeah um anyway i say that to say this is i like ben affleck i'm a big ben affleck fan he did great in in batman v superman i thought he was a really really good batman so now that i've pontificated on this for a while and given you a chance to think about it lou who would you say are your top three favorite uh, uh batman if if, if push comes to shove,
1: sure uh i'm just gonna group them um i'm not gonna say one's better than the other because they that's were fair. all very different batman that's very fair um definitely in the in the top 3 adam west
0: love me some adam west got to
1: have adam west love um will arnett
0: ooh nice pick i didn't even think about will arnett from lego yes
1: lego batman was really really good um and i'm going to go ahead and say you know uh christian bale okay. dark knight run okay i really like that
2: run
0: uh i can i can actually kind of put these in order for me because this is mm-hmm. just i i i really liked I honestly really liked um, uh, Ben Affleck's portrayal. I would put him at three. Uh, I know that's awfully high, and maybe it's too high because I just saw this movie, but I really liked him at three. I didn't even think about Will Will Arnett. I should have thought of him. Um, At at two, I do love Adam West. I really do. I love me some Adam West. I think the classics were great. I thought the writing was incredible. I'm a big 66 Batman fan. That Mm -hmm. said, my favorite Batman movie, Contrary Opinion. I get it. It's for me. I'm not speaking for other people. My favorite Batman movie is probably 1989's Batman. And it's Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton is my Batman. And there's one line. There's specifically one. one line that won it for me is when he is, when Robert Wool uh, is walking around places he shouldn't be. And he looks up at the, the big model and he's like, who's this guy? King of the wicker people. And, uh, and Keaton's, uh, Bruce Wayne standing behind him. And he's like, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's Japanese. I was like, well, how would you know? I was like I bought it in Japan. I, like I, there was just something about that that version of Batman and how dark, uh, you know, the the '89 Batman and Batman Returns were. I just, I, I, love it. I love it. So I say that to say this is. I guess I'm not the only one because he's back. He's gonna be. He's gonna be Batman again.
2: Nice. So. Yeah. What have you? This
1: what have has you, what you, to be, has to be a future. Nothing. This has to be a future version. It's, unless we're doing a bunch of de-aging
0: right uh, i think what they're going to be doing is what's well, gonna be part of flashpoint now you and i've talked about this before is they're going off of the the flashpoint which the animated movie was so good i don't know how they're really going to top that, I seen that either. but i think uh i think they're going to do basically the idea is um i i don't want to spoil too much um the flash changes things and there's a different reality uh where Thomas Wayne lives and becomes Batman and Bruce Wayne dies and is the impetus for him becoming Batman. Um, there's a spoiler in there that I'm not going to talk about, uh, Bruce Wayne's mom, but it is, it is art wrenching and it is good. Um, but I say all that is, I think they're going to kind of do a, it sounds like they're going to do kind of a multiverse thing. So alternate timelines and Barry Allen's going to go back and try and right the wrongs. And I think with that, you're going to kind of get in the same way with spider verse that you get you know, the Nick Cage and the uh, the John Mulaney uh, versions mm-hmm. of Spider-Man and all of that. Uh, I think that you're going to get, um, that, you know, the Peter Parkers and the, and the Miles Moraleses. Uh, you're going to get that with Batman, which is easy to get Keaton to come in because I'm sure he's not going to be the Batman for it, even though I would love that. Uh, right. I, I'm sure he will be coming in and maybe even just have a few minutes. I hope he has more than that. But what's been rumored is where Ben Affleck kind of failed as being the uh, Nick Fury character to kind of pull everybody together, Mm -hmm. that they're kind of hoping that going with uh, Keaton's Batman kind of old man Batman becomes the one to kind of pull everybody together and kind of get that whole universe going in the right direction again. So after seeing justice league, I didn't care anything about having anything to do with any of those ever again. I was like, you know, Marvel's broken the code. DC's, you know, trying to figure out what the hell they're doing. Uh, but now that I think they've started to listen to people that are more into the, the geek culture and go, you know what? People loved A-9 Batman. People loved Keaton, you know, and let's use him to bring the universe back together. But look at what Keaton has put on his shoulders. Marvel's got, you know, had him as a villain. And now DC's bringing him back to bring back Batman. So, like, he is, like, he's just making a living off of just the, the comic book world. Like, these, these movie franchises are basically hinged upon him.
2: I mean, uh, I, I've definitely got to catch up. Uh, Sorry. Flashpoint I is I, available on I, Comixology. So. I, didn't
0: mean to, I didn't mean to jump on that. Oh, and Comixology is super cheap right now. So like yeah. definitely, definitely um, not, I'm not sponsoring them, but they're super cheap no. right now.
1: No, it, they I, I'm paying them. But um, <laughs> it is available on Comixology Unlimited. So if you have the unlimited subscription.
0: There's a, pan, there's a panel in Flashpoint that will make you just tweet. Like it's, you got to watch it. Like in a good way. Like, well, it's in a good way, right. in a bad way. It's a twisted way. Okay. I'm done. I'm not gonna talk about that anymore. Yeah. Uh
1: yeah. Anyway, go see it. Michael- go, see the, go see the go see the um go see the just sleep the flashpoint paradox, go read the flashpoint uh series, a 2011 comic book crossover arc. That's the one. Yep. And, um, if, and
0: if you haven't seen Batman v Superman, like don't sleep on it. It's decent. It's it's good. Um it's it's not it's not it'll have Iron to go on Man the list. One. Yeah, it's not Iron Man one good. You know, it's not in game good, but what are we going to ask for here? I mean, we're getting some really pretty, pretty great stuff out of, uh, out of, out of the DCEU right now. Uh, I so, mean, I, w- I
1: would, I would ask for Iron Man one or Endgame. game. I think that's fair. <laughs> um, do you want to so, do uh, so anyway, that's,
0: move that, on? yeah, that's sorry. I'm just, my Michael Keaton love is done. That's it. I'm just, I, I love the dude. So I'm so excited. He's one of my favorite actors of all time. You know, he actually goes pretty high on the list of, if you have to pick one actor to only have their, like you're stranded on a desert Island, you only get one actor. To have their movie catalog forever, Michael Keaton goes pretty high on, on, on the list. You get some Beetlejuice, you get some Batman, you get some Multiplicity. It's not bad.
2: Okay, well, sudden death time. What you got? We got five minutes. Okay. Do you want to introduce a new segment?
0: Ooh, I do want to introduce a new segment.
2: All right, all right. Timer
1: started.
0: So, Lou and I like to be the last people to a uh, to a party, uh, and by that I mean we like, like to, or we are. Well, we are, and we like to just accept the the titles that we're given and uh, and accept our lot in life. Um, So, uh, you know, who wants to be on the front edge of memes and social media contests or anything like that? Let's really be on the back end of those things when everybody else is done with them, and then we can have our turn turn to play a little bit. And so by that, I mean, uh, I'm going to introduce a new segment, and this is called This Day in Florida, Man.
1: Oh, is this like uh, TikTok? Teens did this two years ago when we're just catching up. What's TikTok? <laughs> exactly.
0: Was that? That's one of the apps from Friendster, right? Yes. Perfect. So I'm gonna.
1: Shh. go... Sh- oh man, I just leaked that we knew too much.
0: <laughs> let me uh, let me pull this up real quick. I had it up and um, I was doing research on our infinite hotel and lost it. So oh no.
2: All right. Let me make sure I have the article ready to go. Four minutes. I know, man. I'm going. I got to read fast. Hold on. There it is.
0: I had to look for the one that I had done. All right. Uh, you want to give me a little intro for uh, Florida Man?
2: Well, let's see here. Florida Man gonna be a bit crazy, but don't want to go crazy because that's gonna, just gonna sound weird. Um, Maybe
1: something jingly, sing-song. CNN.
2: This week, in Florida, man.
0: Thanks, Lou. Jacksonville, Florida. A Jacksonville man accidentally shot himself in the penis early Friday morning when he sat on a gun in the driver's seat of his car. Person's name, because I'm going to protect him, 38, was taken to Memorial Hospital by a 25-year-old other person who told police that he was sitting in his Nissan Altima by himself and then came home on freedom crossing trail in a panic and ran straight to the bathroom. He said she followed him and saw that he had a gunshot wound to his penis. So she took him to the hospital where he underwent surgery. Investigators found that this person was later convicted of cocaine possession.
2: Freedom trail. He came (laughs) over like, this is just like perfect. (laughs) I have to
1: assume that was made up. There is no, no it's other real. Way. It's, very, it's so real. Perfect.
0: That's today. We are recording this today. This is this day in history in Florida, man. Someone gets into their Nissan Altima. Not talking bad about that. I owned a Nissan Altima. Sat sure. down, shot himself in the balls, shot his like, dick off.
2: He I wanna, shot I know his, his what he own actually, dick
1: off. I want to know what he actually did to come up with that story. I guess he was a little occupied at the <laughs> You're time. you cover up.
0: You, oh, you, yeah you think it's a cover-up
1: i they're think like... he did something way more stupid
0: <laughs> and he's just happy to be out he was like he's like you know what it, it could have been a lot worse sure chop my dick off yeah that's, well sure. if that Let's was the truth if
1: that was the truth you would tell a cover-up story be like <laughs> so you literally just sat down on a gun that you had loaded and ready to fire How? and just like managed to knock the trigger he's like yeah literally putting the safety on could have stopped that like no you would have come up with a cover story for that so I, what is this story? Covering you're exactly up?
0: right. Like, did, like, did one ball pull the trigger? Like, how did that actually work? What I have to think is
1: he was talking about getting the vasectomy, and they were just <laughs> like, "Nah."
0: There's, I mean, maybe he did the thing you do with the cell phone, where you throw the cell phone like under your, like when you're riding the car, guys. You know what we're talking about. And you throw the cell phone there, so you can like if it vibrates, you're like, "Oh, I got a phone call!" Like you're obviously not going to miss that phone call. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's what I'm looking for. That's, you think he the did that with 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 the gun, yeah. yeah. That's maybe a gun. A, a notification went off, yeah. and that set off the
2: trigger. Uh, Hey, yeah. Could you call me right back? <laughs> hey, could you call me right back? <laughs> oh, and this
0: has been this day in Florida man history. ding ding
1: ding 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 ding
2: ding 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 ding
1: Oh my gosh. So. Uh, good. 56 seconds, a whole minute left. Uh, that was oh, a you good. You want me to talk
0: about Michael Keaton some more? Let me talk about <laughs> Michael Keaton some more. If I say <laughs> Michael, 45 Keaton, seconds. if I say Michael Keaton's name three times, does he show up like Beetlejuice? Let's see what I did there?
1: Um, I guess we will find out <laughs> on the next episode when we talk more about Michael Keaton, but I have dinner already getting tepid.
0: All right. That sounds good. So, uh, that's it. This has been General Geekery. So I've been Ben.
2: I've been Lou and next week all Michael Keaton,
0: all Michael Keaton all the
1: time, all Michael Keaton plus some Eiffel tower.
0: All right, man. Well, uh, listen, I'm getting a phone call. Uh, so I got to go take that.
1: Yeah. I'll keep calling you repeatedly.
0: (laughs) Could you call me right back?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Just make sure that your cell phone is not loaded or at least keep the safety on.
0: Sounds good. All right, guys, this has been fun. We'll see you next time. Bye. Love you.
2: This has been a Broken Toys studio production.